<laughs> well, I'm glad you're ready because the next one I think is about to blow your mind because it blew mine. <laughs> yeah, and Denna, okay. you actually gave us the perfect like conduit into that. So, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, with community. So, let's talk about the third major transit. I'm ready. I'm just ready to take notes. Like I'm, I'm being like okay. a plus student over here. I know you are. Look at you. Go, go, go. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the like passion and the energy. I love it. We're going to talk about Pluto and Aquarius. Okay. So Pluto will be moving into Aquarius this year. Make no mistake. This is a paradigm shift. This is a huge shift. Pluto moves incredibly slowly. So when it moves, it has so much power. It's the planet furthest. And yes, we consider it a planet in astrology. It's very important. <laughs> and it's way, 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 way out there, right? It's the furthest planet away from the sun. So it moves so slowly and it has so much power. But because it moves so slowly through a sign, and it's actually, fun fact, it's actually moving slower. Like Pluto is progressively moving slower as the years progress. Again, it holds so much power, especially when it goes into its like retrograde periods. It will hit Aquarius for the first time on March 23rd of 2023. And we're going to talk all about what that's going to feel and look like. (laughs) And then, so it's going to retrograde back into Capricorn a couple of times because it only moves about three degrees in a year and it typically will retrograde back two degrees. So it's like three steps forward, two steps back, three steps forward, two steps back every single year. So it really doesn't move very fast. (laughs) It's been in Capricorn for a long time. It's going to retrograde back into Capricorn and it will finally enter and stay in Aquarius on November 19th of 2024. So we've got about a year of this back and forth thing, right? And it's going to stay in Aquarius. Hold on to your hats, which is until March 8th of 2043. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The eyes in this room. (laughs) Yeah. Holy moly. Well, I about hit the floor. Uh, What was the date that you said that it hits in 2024? November 19th. And it will stay there. So it actually, the retrograde period isn't even that much when you consider it's going to stay there in 2024. And it will stay there for almost 20 years. Just and you said it retrogrades to Capricorn a couple times? Um, yeah, I believe it's twice. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually have, I think, I, yeah, I do have those dates. What does that mean, Conowin? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I know. I know. Like <laughs> The earth shattering moment when I discovered this, like how quite how long it was. I was like, oh, dear, we, we need to dive into this. And it will move officially out of Aquarius, right? Because then when it hits Pisces, the next sign, it's going to do that retrograde dance between the two signs. It will officially enter Pisces and stay in Pisces in 2044, January of 2044. So we've got a long road ahead of us. So before we jump into what this is going to look like, I just want to give some context because I think it's really important. Pluto and Capricorn, first and foremost, this is the Pluto that the United States as a country has in their natal chart. So that was that Pluto return we've been talking about. We're still in it. We're still feeling it. Depending on the chart you use for the United States, you could believe it's happening now. It's happening in 20 years. It's happening within the next 30 years. A lot of astrologers have a lot of opinions, but this was the year that according to the Independence Day chart, we had our Pluto return. Couldn't you feel it as a country? Anyway. (laughs) So when Pluto entered Capricorn last, right, because we've, it's been in Capricorn now for quite some time, Pluto entered Capricorn on January 25th of 2008, four days after the stock markets crashed. Yeah. <laughs> where billions were given to 
bailouts and there was a housing crisis. Some other world events that have happened since Pluto moved into Capricorn are, of course, we had our first Black president of the United States. I'm kind of focusing on the U.S. here a little bit, so forgive me any international listeners. Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies were invented. The NSA documents were leaked. We had the largest women's march ever in the Me Too movement. We had Brexit. We had trade wars and China's rise as it's an economic power. We had COVID. We had the 2020 market crash and also a property crisis kind of bringing back 2008 themes, right? A lot of stuff has happened. I mean, and that's just a small scope. I just kind of focus on the economy here, right? Because Capricorn energy is a karmic story around a male or patriarchal structure and the traditional way of doing things becoming unraveled. Because Pluto, when it's in Capricorn, is a phoenix, right? But it has to dismantle and burn everything to the ground in order to rebuild it. So we've seen this happen. I mean, a stock market crashing is a perfect example of this. And for it to happen within four days of the transit is astonishing, right? I mean, astrology doesn't lie. Plus, the housing market and the economy as a whole is a huge underpinning of the last 15 years. We've had an enormous surge in distrust in government, in media, in our structures as a society. We've had women rising up against powerful men with like Me Too, as well as in our, in our society, in our communities. The power built on backs of innocent people being exposed, right? And if we think about like Pluto, Pluto is all about exposition of what's underground, under the surface. So I even think like about like Epstein and the whole connection to the government there, right? We've had so many of these expositions and things that are like <laughs> pulling all the information and the truth out of these organizations that, again, Capricorn representing structure and organization. I don't think there's ever been more distrust in the structures that make up our society as there is now. And you can even see it when you look yeah. at Congress and how divided we are as a nation, mm -hmm. right? So <laughs> I would have to agree with that. And that's happening all over the world, not just here. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I didn't even mention, like, you know, Greece is yeah. declaring bankruptcy. And of course, like, all of the different national disasters yep. we've Italy, had. Ukraine. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, my God. Yeah. Russia and Ukraine. Exactly. That was the last 15 years. And now we're looking at another 20 years of a new shift. Okay. So let's talk about what Pluto and Aquarius may look like. So this is a karmic story around Pluto dismantling. Aquarian themes, technology, anything futuristic, anything futuristic, communities, groups, organizations, friendships, prosperity, service. Like when I was reading this, I immediately thought of like, yeah, literally technology meets friendship, like social media, right? Futuristic relationships, crypto, anything crypto, metaverse, anything that you can't see or touch, you know, but it's on the internet and you can mess with it. AI, right? Robots. <laughs> There's anything that you think of sci-fi, like Aquarius rules that. So what does it look like when Pluto burns that to the ground and says, we have to rebuild it now? So that's what Pluto does in all the signs? It burns stuff down yes. and builds stuff yes. back up? Pluto is a karmic story, right? A, a very karmic so planet that comes in and acts as the phoenix. So it dismantles and burns it to the ground in order to rebuild it to make it better. So I think with all of these Aquarian themes and we think about Pluto really exposing, right? I mean, because that's what it does first. It exposes all of the, the treachery, all of the manipulation, all the things happening behind the scenes, and then dismantles it in order to rebuild it. I think there's a lot of very easy ways to think about how all of this can go very wrong. I mean, 
just the idea of losing the internet for a you know if we get a solar flare i mean like the the world comes screeching to a halt we've just even seen that with the groups and communities organizations that make up our railway workers mm-hmm. right and what what happens when like they don't get to take a vacation right so i mean <laughs> and, and it's of course so much deeper and more meaningful but i'm just glossing over because aquarius is going pluto and aquarius is going to demand of us to look at these themes very seriously and figure out how we can reconstruct them, but it will come after that tower card energy, bringing it all to the ground. And then it's really, Pluto is really the death card first and foremost. So if you're, I'm I'm bringing tarot into this, of course, but I think it's helpful imagery. There are a lot of ways to think about how this can go very wrong, but I do want to touch on how I think it's going to benefit us and what we're going to hopefully look at as a gift from this, because with all of the the crap that Pluto gives us, there is a gift that comes from it, right? Society is never perfect, but, you know, we we see growth afterward. And I don't think we've even been able to understand what the last 15 years of Pluto in Capricorn is going to give us. All of this that we've experienced, I think we're only just going to start seeing in the next year as it's retrograding back and forth, right? What were the things that we were given from this? What is a benefit from all of the struggle and strife in the last 15 years? And how did we evolve truly as a society from it? Let's talk about 2023 and going forward, just a little bit of the retrograde motion for a second. Pluto will move, as I said, into Aquarius on March 23rd, and it will stay there until it retrogrades at zero degrees Aquarius, and it will move out of Aquarius back into Capricorn on June 11th. So March 23rd to June 11th, it will be in Aquarius. From June 11th until January 20th of 2024, it will be in Capricorn. It's going direct at 27 degrees Capricorn, just so you're aware. So that's the kind of retrograde season we're looking at. So really, we get this glimpse of what is this Pluto in Aquarius going to look like, and then it moves back into Capricorn in those later degrees, and we return to those themes that we're used to, despite how crazy they are, right? Mm -hmm. What might we hope to gain from the disillusionment and dissolving of the themes of Aquarius, right? I think personally, if I think about this, a helpful like hack to think of is if you think of the opposing sign and their better qualities, you can kind of see like their, their light side qualities, I guess. You can kind of see where the way out of this is. So the opposite sign to Aquarius is Leo. So if we connect with our individual value, our individual confidence, um, we focus on generosity, spreading joy, pro- uh, promoting loyalty in our lives, and a deep pride and connection to one's tribe. Then also looking at, you know, the really wonderful things about Aquarius, uh, which is to be free to be oneself authentically and honestly, no matter your quirks or your eccentricities. So finding groups and communities, tribes that really exemplify and strengthen you, I think is going to be a huge theme for everybody in the next 20 years um, on a really deep level. That's healing, not just in our lifetime, but karmically, like over many lifetimes. There's going to be a huge probably value in humanitarian efforts that's going to be increased. Um, there's a lot of helping the underdog energy with Aquarius. So seeing the people that have been wronged and the innocent people that are, you know, being, you know, I guess on the on the hard side of society at, at this moment and, and trying to bring those people up and help them and also learn from them, right? There's a unity consciousness here that's really promoted with Aquarius where it's truly a like, I don't know myself without knowing you and you don't know yourself without knowing me and we are all one. You know, how do we find that oneness in each other? 
And the shared intelligence that comes with sharing that consciousness together is going to propel society forward because that is what Aquarius is all about, is moving forward together, hand Mm. in hand. So that is what Pluto is here to do, is to bring us closer to that place, right? And doing that is going to take our individual connection back with our individual selves, our values, our confidence, and focusing on that generosity. But this is a very slow and deep transformation. You cannot rush Pluto. (laughs) So as I said, at the end of this is going to come that gift. But we're only at the very infancy of this, and we're only going to see glimpse of it this year, right? And I think, um, as I said, we're only now maybe just barely coming to understand the value of the gift that is Pluto and Capricorn and what we've received from that. And I think it will be much clearer once Pluto exits Capricorn permanently. But be aware, right, like this year, especially when you have that period between March 23rd and June 11th, we'll feel that shift a little bit. And so be aware of how you're going to engage with technology and uh, seek out communities and tribes that are, you know, more in line with yourself. Again, this is all coming back to that value system, right? Free yourself from corruption that you're finding in groups or alternative motives from friends or families or communities. Embrace yourself and all your quirks and eccentricity with the knowledge that we are all one and we all kind of feel this way on some level, right? I think that there's a lot of shared experience here that we don't talk about as a, as a species, <laughs> and, you know, and, and that we can learn from each other just by opening up and discussing these things and being open so, to others. I am so glad you said that. A friend of mine just turned me on to a carpenter and I'm apologize, I'm not going to remember their name, who, ta- who you watch him work while you listen to his voiceover about stuff like AI and pessimism and all that. He does an entire little TikTok video. They're like two and a half minutes long. You know, they're, they're short. But mm-hmm. he talks about the fact that he grew up thinking he was a sinner and bad. All the things he felt were not normal uh, beyond religion things and that we've started talking and we've started sharing those experiences the existential dread starts to decrease once we do that yes five million times yes he said that and i was like yeah i'm feeling that right now i'm talking to a lot more people than i used to <laughs> obviously i have a podcast but i i mean just personal to me people as well wow this is so, i th- i find that hopeful I, I hope that's not naive. What do you think, Conowin? I don't think it's naive. <laughs> no, I, I don't think that's naive at all. I think it's really actually very, especially with Aquarian energy too. Aquarian energy, there's hope and there's prosperity and joy mm-hmm. in it. I mean, it's, you know, it rules over friendships. So if we lose sight of that in this time, when, when Aquarius loses sight of the joy of life, it becomes very cynical and very stuck in its ways. So I think it's so important to have hope and to look at this like, okay, again, like what can we do to promote generosity within our own lives and promote joy and independence within our own lives? Feel free to create and express ourselves. Again, that's kind of looking at that opposite sign of Leo for some healing there um, because that's what heals the shadow side of Aquarius. Vice versa works as well, right? And then if we look at, okay, so what are we trying to cultivate and build here? That's the higher side of Aquarius, which is that closeness and community and recognizing we're all weird and different and it's okay, you know, and we're all equal in that way and we should be promoted and treated equally, right? Right. 
I think if we lose sight of the hope of what that gift is that Pluto gives us, even though it's such a long, hard process, I mean, we're all like, it's hard because I think if I told you, listen, in the next 20 years, you're going to go through like a really, really difficult transformation. And it's going to feel absolutely God awful and, you know, everything. And then that was it, you know, and I just told you, but at the end of it, like, you'll be happy, you know, I mean, would you want to do it? But if you knew at the end of it, you were going to have this closer connection to a community that really understood you and spoke to you and that you would be cultivating this group around you that like felt like a true tribe and that we'd all find that on some soul level and have healed ourselves on a soul level to get to that place as a society. Mm. I think it makes it just a little easier (laughs) to think about the next 20 years, which a lot of people I'm sure can't even like wrap their head around. I certainly can't. You know, I mean, my kids, I, I, I'll be in my, <laughs> my kids will be out of the house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Your kids will be yeah. grown. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just wild. Wow. Right. So we've got to think about, okay, what are we benefiting? Like what, what's the point of all of this crap? Like why is Pluto bringing what he's bringing? And truly it's, it's the deepest, most meaningful reward. And I think this kind of all goes back to what we were talking about earlier with like, the belief system, stripping it back. And what is our faith telling us? And like, what is our spirituality telling us? What happens when we surrender to what changes have to take place in order for us, us collectively and individually to evolve? Right? I think it's, it's really, this year is like a very big insight into what those themes are going to look like for the next, you know, saga of our lives, mm. which is crazy if you think about. You mentioned that it goes into retrograde twice. Yeah, and I believe it'll go into retrograde again. Yes, because it'll so it'll re-enter Aquarius, right? So let me let me run the dates again, just so it's super clear. So it'll enter Aquarius on March twenty third, mm-hmm. and it will leave Aquarius, going back into Capricorn on June eleventh. From June eleventh all the way until January twentieth of twenty twenty four, it will be in Capricorn, but it will move back into Aquarius on January twentieth, twenty twenty four. Unfortunately, I do not have the next retrograde dates exactly. However, I can tell you that it will move back into Aquarius permanently on, on November 19th. Yes. Well, you know yeah. what? Of 2024. Technically, yes. The <laughs> second retrograde so far down the line. I just don't even need to know about it right now. That'll be in the 2024, yeah. you know, we'll forecast. Talk about later. <laughs> so, yeah. for sure. Yes. But there will be one and that, that'll be yes. it. So. 